guys, welcome to Lunch Plus. If you are on right now, it's because you saw in our title, we're talking about, can you have peace this Christmas? Yes. What even is peace? Find out at 1215. If you're watching the replay, you can actually go down to the link where we have time stamped it and you can fast forward. But if you're watching live, it's because you know we've got good stuff for you today. And here's what we've got coming up. Right now, it's family chat where we hang out with you. We ask you some questions and we just get to chit chat. It's going to be great. Followed by food mash and guys we are having viewer food mash these are things that people have voted in on us having and it's going to be an awesome episode followed by what's good with the one and only abigail right and then a time of confessions followed by what's the phrase and then what's the word which that's why you're on you don't have to hide it it's why we're here but in the meantime we've got some awesome stuff for you now let's dive into family chat as you guys are hopping on today make sure that you are commenting tell us who you are where you're watching from so that way we can say hi to you and as our viewers are extra excited as William says what would George he sure did <laughs> but not as much as Pastor Nicole was like I beat Johnny <laughs> For those of you who don't know, my name is Barrett, and I am here with special guest, my husband today. George. George. Just George. Just George. <laughs> we were warned the last time George and I did this segment together that we couldn't flirt on camera, so that won't happen today, guys. If you if you remember Whoa. from last time, it won't happen today. There, imagine an invisible wall in between us, a wall of fire, if you will. You know, like, like the rocket fuel. Cool. Kevin Nowicki says that he is watching from the Locust Taco Bell. What a good place to be. I've been there. Jade goes there a lot. Um, followed by Abby says, Georgie. Hello. That's how I interpreted that. <laughs> no, it's George. <laughs> Jade, Georgie has an eye. Jade says truth with yes. two exclamation points. I Hi, know. Johnny. <laughs> Abby <laughs> says, Taco Bell. Phil yes. was on. He says, hey, we've got some people that are new in the studio. Well, not new. They've been here before, but they're new to us on a regular basis. We have two special helpers, Mr. Will Wagner and Mr. Phil Honeycutt. And yes. a great big thanks for them being here today. So thank you, exciting. Thank you. Thank you. William is now immediately going, Locust has a Taco Bell. So all of a sudden, I envision a road trip in William's future. Um, <laughs> you have a driver's license. You can find these places all by true. yourself now. Buddy says, oh, I remember talking about us flirting, because that's Buddy's favorite thing. Yes. <laughs> Pastor Nicole typed, Jorge. Hello, Pastor Nicole. <laughs> See, there's no IE. It's no Jorge. <laughs> I know. I understand, but it's fine. Okay. First official question of the day, and here's why I need you, we need you guys to answer. The person who helps us hit 100 comments first, the fastest, gets a gift card on us. So we want to give you free money. Do you want free money? I want to give it to you. So Show answer, us the comments. Show us the comments. <laughs> so let's hop into today's first question. Pastor Cole says it's Santa and favored Phil. Oh. <laughs> would you rather receive a gift or share an experience as a Christmas present? Would you rather get a physical gift or share an experience? In the meantime, Evan says that he's watching from the closed Burger King. Huh. Where's the closed Burger King? Nice. I don't know which one that you is. snuck in. Are you just Very hanging nice. out, like, you know, huh. trespassing? Or like, what you closed, doing? how did you get in there? <laughs> Uh, Kevin says he wants an experience. So as yeah. a Christmas present, he'd rather have an experience than a thing. Natalie says she'd rather have an experience. Yep. So Mr. Will, since you're serving here today, Christmas is in four days. Your <laughs> wife says she wants an experience. So Merry Christmas. <laughs> Jade says experience quality time is the best. Yep. Look at y'all. Prilla says that she's a big quality time person. Bring on the experience. Serena says, that's so hard. I really like getting gifts, but I also love going on adventures with people. And then Abby Memories. says, Memories. 
That's from Cats. Yeah. You're welcome. Don't know that one. Um, <laughs> William says, I'd much rather remember doing a thing. You know, the thing. Phil says, share an experience. Evan says he's at Burger King because they had a broiler fire. Oh. Wow. That got really intense really quick. Um, broiler fires do that. In Jesus' name, let Burger King be okay. Uh, Becca says, share an experience. The best yeah. gifts are about being with people you love. Yeah. Pastor Cole says, depends on what and where it is. True. <laughs> As I read it, I thought it said who. <laughs> like, that's also a very important thing. Well, here you go. Can you have an experience opening the gift? Does that count? No. Why? Because it's not. It's a shared experience. It's not, though. But it could be. No. No. Um, it's, like it's a, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. This is like a trip or like going oh, to okay. a play yeah. or going to hear a concert. Or going on the Grand Canyon and going on a glass circle sure. that you can look Let's down do and it. jump on. Merry Christmas yes. to Merritt. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. um, Johnny says experience. Yep. And then Kevin made the throw up face because I mentioned cats. William says, sure. isn't the broiler supposed to be fiery? Um, like now, fiery like this? Yeah. Like, um, Serena says, well, now I feel materialistic. So... Serena is the only one right now who has said that she's even considering a gift. What are you? Experience, all the way. Yeah, like yep. what? Like going to the Grand Canyon and skydiving Let's off of it? Let's go skydiving. Mm-hmm. The Lord will need to talk to me. Um, Let's go skydiving. <laughs> I don't think that's the Lord. That's Darth God? Vader. That's Darth Vader. He and, he and the Lord sound very different. <laughs> um, I think I would rather be an experienced person, too. It really do, does depend on, like, your experience and my experience are very different things. It's like your version of fun and my version of fun. They're super different. One of them involves jumping out of a plane, and one of them involves sitting up under a blanket and reading a book. <laughs> very broad difference. Um, Becca says, I think you can have an experience with gifts. I have a hilarious experience trying to surprise Justin with his gifts this year, but he's too smart and figured it out. Lisa says, hello. He is smart. Kevin says, scuba in Caribbean. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yep. I would like the experience of like going somewhere. Okay, so here's, here's where a gift could be an experience. Pastor Brian, like a couple of years ago for Pastor Nicole's Christmas mm -hmm. present, bought yep. her a bow and arrow yep. and sent her on a scavenger hunt throughout the house. So that way was the best of both worlds. So Serena, mm -hmm. you could have Buddy like you know, get you a thing, but then send you on a hunt to find the thing, and you could do both. Yeah, she didn't go around scavenger hunting with a bow and arrow, like yeah. in Hunger Games. But, but that would be pretty cool, though. All right, you like, gotta shoot the cat. Okay. Inside. Okay, here's a bow and here's an arrow. You're armed. <laughs> <Yes>. Go. <laughs> like, go into the threshold. That'd be bad. William says, I've always thought scuba would be fun. Make good on Jacques Cousteau's work. Um, yep. Serena says, perfect. Okay, yep. so now we've appeased the masses. And I'm pretty surprised how many of you are experienced. Interesting. Um, oh, there's Rachel. I wondered where she was. Rachel <laughs> says, for there. me, it depends on the person, but in general, she wants a gift. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, question number two. Thank you, Natalie. Two. <laughs> number two, Abby goes, at least she's honest. <laughs> if you could only listen to one Christmas song through the entire Christmas season, which song would you choose? Hey, Colleen, thanks for joining us. Hello, Colleen. Which Christmas song would you choose to listen to throughout the whole Christmas season? Only one of them. On repeat, on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. That on is repeat, how it repeat, works. On repeat. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Does it have to have words in it? Can it be like one of those Trans-Siberian Orchestra songs? No, it doesn't have to have words. Nice. I'd choose Trans-Siberian <laughs> Orchestra song. <laughs> Which one, though? 
they have more than one? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the one that goes bum, 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 that one. That's Darth Vader. No, That's his not. theme song. I was trying to say, you're in a worse. What about you? <laughs> you don't get to deflect yes, away from the fact that you're just saying the Darth Vader theme song. I just sang the Trans-Siberian Orchestra You're just in dun, dun, dun. That's what you heard. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what I sang. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thank uh, you. Someone Carol said, you're a mean one, mm -hmm. Mr. Grinch. Kevin said, oh, That's holy night. Um, Colleen said, All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Natalie said, Silent Night, Holy Night. Which one? Those are different. Um, Silent Night, is that is it that one, or are you talking about Oh Holy Night? Because uh, I'm curious now. Buddy says, Oh Holy Night, and then Rebecca, in all caps, taking up Marky's mantle. That's too hard! <laughs> all caps is what Marky does when she feels very passionate yes. about a subject. Um, Serena You're said, food. <laughs> Sleigh Ride? I don't know that one. Who sings that one, Serena? Uh, Julie says, I holy night. <laughs> Becca says, oh holy night, but I love rocking around the Christmas tree. That's my go-to. <laughs> yes, good job. I forgot for a second that we were talking about songs and oh holy night, but man do I love rocking around that Christmas tree. It's great. <laughs> You're so pretty. And Becca says, Carol of the Bells song or whatever it's called with the kids singing super high. The da 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 That was a good one too. The one where that's basically a tongue song, like they're just speaking in tongues the whole time until Merry Christmas, like that, and that's all it is. You um, haven't said yours. I don't know mine. I'm just stalling by reading everybody you have else's. To choose. I will. That's how this works. Um, Natalie says Silent Night. That's what she wants. And then William says Sar Sarajevo. Sarajevo. What, yeah, so what is that? Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh. You're not a, a fan. I'm not a fan. <laughs> good call, know. William. I, didn't know I what support that. Was. that. And then Serena says, ooh, William, that's a good one. Hey, Johnny says, silent night. And then Becca says, yes, that one. The, the da, 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 da. Um, what about B-Rat? What does B-Rat choose? Jade says, that song makes her feel anxious. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. Whoa, I just looked at Jade, and I just, you're in for a treat, guys. Jade is here in person. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. You can choose any of them. Any, any of them? Any, of any that I want? Any of me. <laughs> the world is your oyster. Can I listen to the Charlie Brown song? Yes. The... Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's Kay. a good call. Okay. Like um, <laughs> Rachel says hers are Mary Did You Know or This Christmas. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, Becca says to Jade's comment, the intensity does build in that song. It for sure does. This Christmas, is that the one where this Christmas I gave you my heart? No, nope, it's not that one. <laughs> you sure? That's, the, that's an awful song. You're so funny. <laughs> Look how funny you are. Okay, question number three, as George is pushing buttons. What is your most memorable Christmas uh -oh. experience? What's your most memorable Christmas experience, guys? Getting on one knee and asking my wife to marry me. <laughs> it was a, See how I timed that? <laughs> it wasn't what he said. Like it tickled my throat. I'm like, <clears throat> this just got really intense. Um, it is. <laughs> uh, Pastor Nicole says, too hard to pick just one. God is into abundance. Uh, Kevin said, hey, EO, Mary knew. <laughs> I think that about Mary, did yes. you know, the whole time. I'm like, yes. yeah, the angel told her. Yeah, like, she, she knew. There was, like, she, she totally had, like, behind-the-scenes stuff going on. <clears throat> Jade said, getting, behind, getting pulled behind the four-wheeler on a sled. Nice. That's a good one. How old were you last week? <laughs> that would be so cool. If that was last week, then I want to go. Like, we'll just tell Paul, do it again. Um, Abby know says, huh? How do you know it was an Ollie boy? Because I don't think Ollie's feet can touch the ground. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Abby says maybe going to New York. 
Uh, Pastor Nicole says, experience getting engaged and taking the family to New York City for Christmas. Yeah. Rachel says, when we got Noel, our dog. Johnny says, getting the entire man, he, the he entire He-Man set. He set. I'm so glad you read that because I'm like, the entire yeah. man he set. Like, I don't know what that means. That's okay. I, I wasn't, um, except I was, but it's fine. Uh, July 1989 doesn't count. Hey, Shelby, good to have you. Um, William says, that nice. one Christmas, when it was Christmas. Uh oh That was his favorite. Yep. Um, Natalie <laughs> says, I think it was Christmas when Johnny and Holly let us know that they were expecting Arabella. Nice. Oh, that's cute. Nice. Um, I think my most memorable would be when George proposed. George proposed. <laughs> oh, good, good. George proposed on Christmas Eve. And so when we good. celebrate Christmas, we always celebrate it on Christmas Eve yes. for George and I. Um, Serena said, when we had to search for my brother-in-law's keys in a huge field on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, wow. one and all. What songs did you sing while you're doing that? Were you singing happy, merry Hi songs? Ho. It's off to work we go. <laughs> okay, guys, that has been family chat. We are going into Food Nash right now, yes. and I'm super excited about Food Nash. So am I. Because one of my favorites, Jade, is on with us today. What Yay. a good day it's going to be. We're going to hop right into that, take this opportunity, share the broadcast, and we're going to hop right into Food Nash. We're going to hop. Hop. What is happening? You see this? Oh, we changed background. <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice that. <laughs> How did you not notice that? You didn't can, notice can the fanny pack? Can you get past the <laughs> 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 my water. Better than her hands. I Nicely done. When I looked over during family chat, all I saw was Jade like stroking the belly. And I'm like, what is happening? Oh, that's Paul's. Like, no, <laughs> this is my Christmas present from Abby this nice. year. Okay. Well, I think, I think the girls had a joint part in this, but <laughs> I'm wearing it here for Abby. <laughs> I need you to see Johnny goes, really? The fanny pack? Like, this fanny pack is so memorable. <laughs> Serena says, Jane! And then William says, well, what's Jane? <laughs> and then Kevin says, the navel pack. <laughs> and Kevin says, that's not pretty. Kevin Buck is here to keep us grounded. <laughs> I think I've got more Jades than you got George's. I'm just saying. Is this a contest now? <laughs> just, just putting it out there. <laughs> We're going to hop in. So this is a brother-sister dynamic happening. So here's what's happening in Food Nash. I have had multiple people send me messages of things that they want us to eat. And since it's Christmas time, it's happening. Like, we're doing this today. So yes. in honor of you guys, we're eating a whole bunch of stuff that's random. Put up the picture of the shopping cart so you guys see what we're eating today. Today we are eating double bubble jelly donut bubble gum. Um, we're eating ghost pepper donuts. 
And we are eating Lucky Charms hot chocolate. I wondered why that was in our cabinet. And exciting, everybody. We just hit our 100th comment. It's yes. happened. William Aldridge, you are our 100th nice. commenter. So you get a gift card. Nice. Thank you, William. From you. Ready? Let's do this. OK. I'm ready. OK. Yep. The first one we're going to start with is a beverage that we can keep with us the whole time. Oh, oh and good. It's, and it's Lucky Charms hot chocolate. Cool. I like those two things so, individually. So <laughs> I didn't know how it was going to work. I made the hot chocolate this morning. It stayed in the thermos, so it is hot. The Lucky Charms come in their own little packet, and you pour the marshmallows in, and it's basically exactly what it sounds like, Lucky Charms and hot chocolate together. So do you guys think this is going to be good as I pour it live in front of you right now? Do you have high expectations? I hope the marshmallows don't melt like other Swiss Miss marshmallows. Do you amazing. like Lucky Charms? I like Lucky Charms a lot. Let's do this. I'm a kid. You know this. That's true. <laughs> is Lucky Charms one of your favorite sodas? Or sodas? Yes, <laughs> yes it is. Is it one of your favorite sodas? I hear sodas? colors when I drink it. <laughs> do you like Lucky Charms, Jade? <laughs> yes, I do. Everybody I does. have oh, never really been a fan it. of Lucky Charms. I have a system to my Lucky Charms. Do you? Of course yes. you do. I eat all of the cereal part first, and, yes. and then the I have okay. all the marshmallows, and Absolutely. then I'll just take the marshmallows, because <laughs> they're all like, super yes. mushy. Yes. <laughs> Kevin Absolutely. says, yes, that he thinks it'll milk. be good. <laughs> Kevin says, yes, he thinks it'll be good. William says, I have high hopes. Rachel says, whoa, it's Jade. Don't worry, Jade, I got you. And then Pastor Nicole says, no, she does not think this is going to be good. Funny, that's I'm excited. The same thing said. Oh, wow, there's a whole lot of powder that comes out after you pour the marshmallows in. Probably so, is it the sugar? Oh, it's that's a cereal. It is it's the cereal pieces. <laughs> yeah. Legitimately just the cereal. Um, Serena <laughs> says that she's skeptical. Lucky Charms marshmallows aren't real marshmallows. Well, the what? marshmallows that they put inside of the hot chocolate packets aren't real marshmallows either. Got that same not? consistency. No, it's like freeze dried. There yep, we go. I stirred mine. It smells interesting. Okay, we have we have mixed reviews happening. You just drank it. Uh, did too. Good. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm sorry. Good job. Cheers. <laughs> I like it. Oh, that's a, that was a lot of sugar. My marshmallows are running away from me. Like yep. I'm not able guys. To... It's like hungry hippos. Are you gonna go? <laughs> Have you ever drank hot chocolate and then seen colors left over? There are colors happening in my cup right now. Oh, yeah. Like it looks like crayons just drew <laughs> on the inside of it. It's a it's... rainbow hot chocolate. I like it. Mm -hmm. I'll probably gulp right into the microphone. I apologize. I'm trying to get the marshmallows, and I it's, haven't done it's it It's difficult. You got to, yep. like, Let's see. It's hungry hippos. I, okay. William says, Lucky Charms marshmallows are like astronaut ice cream, but sad and pre-manufactured. That's true. Pastor <laughs> Cole says, Jade is such a newbie. Lucky Charm marshmallows are like astronaut ice cream. I just want to get the marshmallows. They're better, though. I'm going to reach for it. Mm. I don't know or how to gonna... reach for it without spilling it on myself. <laughs> <laughs> or you just got to drink it really quick. I'm trying. Hurry. My marshmallows are Hurry. really crunchy. Nice. Are you... Is that good? Not, not yet. Well, that I mean, means I they're like fresh. It. Yeah. I don't know. They're not soggy with milk. You got this yet? You got your marshmallows? Marshmallows? Oh. You your tongue is rainbow. You don't get to drink the rest of them. <laughs> you want to split our marshmallows? No, thanks. <laughs> it's not. I don't like this. Yes, it is. It's this very is not good. good. I get your marshmallows. Okay. Okay. Overall, does this work? I'm a thumbs down. Jeez. And Jade and George are good. Okay. Yeah. Serena is laughing. Kind of like got an after sweet. Oh yeah. Like that was so much sugar. <laughs> this is a lot of sugar. Let's do this. <laughs> we can do two broadcasts. Span one. <laughs> we can do two broadcasts. Okay. Up next, we're going to we're the jelly donuts. The jelly donut gum. 
Oh. If you can put that up so they can see it. I didn't even know that was a thing. I announced it at the beginning. Why? Where were Look you? Look besides this. <laughs> <laughs> see, it says, I'm sorry for the sound. You can hear this come out. It's jelly donut double bubble gum. And the texture and the color is really interesting. It smells like a donut. Like a, like a bakery, yeah. You have to smell first, for sure. Okay. Okay. Smells. So this is bubble gum with grape filling on the inside. So this Ooh, is like this is like a gum gusher. So do you think that this is going to work? Natalie said my face was funny. I'm assuming you meant because of what was happening and not just on a regular basis. My face is funny. <laughs> Your face is hilarious. Um, Pastor <laughs> Cole says ick. Um, William says, what sick, twisted corporate official decided that this was an adequate flavor? There was a board meeting and somebody said yes. <laughs> I went shopping with Lucas Stephen Wright, our resident seven-year-old, and he, he thought that this would be funny. So this is, this is for mm -hmm. him. Okay. I still taste so much sugar from that It's like a layer of sugar oh. across my tongue. <laughs> Why am I the only one not affected? Okay, here we go. We got a crunch down it. Oh, this is not pleasant. What are we doing? Are we just eating it or what are we doing? It's bubble gum. You got to chew. Where's the grape filling? I don't have any grape. There it is. <laughs> I can't no. really talk because it's like a jawbreaker. I just don't have any flavor. You're doing it wrong. How am I doing it wrong? I'm chewing. <laughs> it's got flavor. Chew better, Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> it's still not there. It'll get there. No, it It'll get there. Mm -mm. You, just, you guys got to put another one in your mouth. That's what it is. I want to spit it out and look at it, but I don't, I'm not going to do that for you. Just put it in your cup like this. There's nothing. This just tastes like bubble gum. I agree, Kevin. Jay does need another one. I mean, I'll put another one in there. I'm not scared. Yeah, it you just, guys should probably put like two in there just to make sure. You can put it in there because you're going to have your marshmallows. Okay, <laughs> just look. I wanted to inspect it. Serena says, is it just grape-flavored bubble gum? Mm -hmm. doesn't yeah. even taste like grape. It just it tastes like bubble gum. Mm-hmm. That's There's assorted flavored. flavors that you put your quarter in, and mm -hmm. all of them taste the same. They're different mm -hmm. colors, but yeah. they're all the same flavor. That. That's that's what yep. this is. Oh, there okay. is great. Ten more to be safe. Yeah, it's just like a tiny little dab of it. No, this is this isn't even great flavor. This is not. No. Cut one and a half. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what we did. It uh, there's some grape. It looks like the dust star. With a chewy center. Can you see it? Like there is like a little tiny drop of grape, but it's yeah, it's it's not. It's blue, mm -mm. <laughs> right? It's um, it's like taffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is a no. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing special about this. No, would... nothing special. No. No. Okay. Can I have more marshmallows? Come <laughs> 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 we Oh, good. We're just gonna spit into the. Oh, I need it to go I'll away. Just, I'll host while everybody else is. Here's, <laughs> here's the last back. thing yeah. that we're eating today. Okay. Ooh, this one is. Real our, donuts? This is a request from Pastor Nicole. Uh -oh. Pastor Nicole wanted us to try this. Okay. Dunkin' Donuts is selling ghost pepper donuts. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Be scared. Be ghost very, very scared. Ghost pepper donuts. Where's my water? Okay, so <laughs> let me get mine out of my look. My fanny pack. They look normal. <laughs> These were made fresh this morning. Like I went and oh, they're like, oh, I have to make pack. it. I have to make it for you. And when the girl came out, I'm like, so how weird are these? And she's like, well. <laughs> and then she said that somebody bought them as a joke to pull on their friends, and that all the spicy is in the frosting. Okay. And then it doesn't right. hit you until after you swallow. Oh, so no so, swallowing spoon mouth. Nope. And so here we go. Okay. Do okay. you guys think that ghost pepper donuts is going to be good? Pastor Cole says, hang, shh, 
You're, you're talking. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Cole says, I've tasted these, and I'm not still sure if it works or not. Kevin says no. Uh, William says, PSA, don't underestimate these. You have the rest <laughs> of the broadcast to go. Planning ahead. Nice. Okay. You ready? Are we ready? Yep. I'm ready. Okay. Big bite. Okay. Do this. Lots of frosting. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is good. Whoa. You cheated. <laughs> I had a bite. I had two bites. You needed a bite of the frosting. Yeah, that was not part of the deal. I just said, take a bite of the frosting. I don't know what you said. Wow. I was busy eating. Whoa. Well, I taste it. Thumb no. <laughs> out. You have water right here. Mm -hmm. Eat your frosting. No, I don't have any water. <laughs> Give me water. water. Right, right I'll have some now. <laughs> You have sprinkles all over your lip. <laughs> <laughs> my beer isn't in my beer. No, it's just okay. on your lip. This is weird. Who did this? Ah. Duncan Bones, apparently. A big bite of George. Oh, a bite of <laughs> He, like, inched it. George. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm a wuss when it comes to this. We know this. That is my big version of a big bite. You can have, like, six of them because you have Mexican all the time. I'm, I'm going to take another bite. Yeah. Uh-huh. You guys can have mine. Wow. I'll have your lucky charm. <laughs> um, My lips are on fire right now. So it's definitely, like, there's yeah. a kick to it. Yeah. Oh. More than normal donuts. Yeah. But again. it's like nothing I've ever had before. Yeah. <laughs> it's unique. Or will again. For sure. <laughs> it's kind of like they took a jalapeno bagel and a donut, and they're like, kablamo, let's <laughs> Why put them both together. <laughs> I think that's good. I think it's good. I don't mind it. I think it's exciting. Uh, I, Johnny said George is being wise, but I looked real quick and Thank I you. thought he said George is being a wuss. <laughs> wise. Wise. <laughs> Serena says, I'm Push so glad I'm not on this segment. It was, did you just threaten me? No. You did not, too. not you. I threatened the other one. <laughs> too. Yeah, I think this is okay. Get the behind like, me safe. I, I wouldn't order it like for daily morning things. No. I was told I don't think that's way. bad. It was it was an interesting flavor. I would never purchase this myself. Nope, never. Yeah, but it was money. interesting. God's so money does this went work? No. As a as a no. unique yeah. trick for someone. I'm giving a yeah, frowny face it. and two thumbs down. <laughs> you still got your sprinkle. <laughs> 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 it's Christmas. Uh, okay. Well, Pastor Nicole's request is definitely the most interesting one of the yes. whole thing. We learned that George and Jade will just down the Lucky Charms hot chocolate forever As and then need should. to scrape their tongue off of the sugar. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, so that has been Food Mash. We're going to hand it over to the one and only Abigail Wright for... What is good? The ghost pepper just happened in my mouth. I'm like, I don't know what to do. So we're going to hand it over to her. Abby, let's find out what's good today. Welcome to what, what's good. Welcome, welcome to what's good. <laughs> we have some good news for you today. And first of all, starting right out of the gate, today is our very own Marky Eleanor Dottie Dunphy's birthday today. Look, there she is right there. Woohoo! <laughs> so make sure to comment, tell her happy birthday. She'll see it. She's on a plane right now, so... 
yeah, comment so she can see it later when she logs on, okay? Wish her a happy birthday if you have her number, send her a message. She'll love it, okay? Next up, so if you were on the other day, by the other day, I mean two weeks ago, we were talking about on Marky's birthday, what's happening? And it's the Christmas star. So tonight, look up into space where, I don't know, I think you'll be able to see it, like you'll just be able to find it, it's different. But what's happening is Saturn and Jupiter are like solar eclipsing, but they're not suns. So it's not called a solar eclipse, it's like a planet eclipse. And they're like coming as close together as they have in like a long, 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 long time. So it's supposed to look like a star and like beams and it's great. So they call it the Christmas star. So make sure you look up in the sky tonight because it's happening today and today only. So look. And then that kind of sounded like a threat. I'm not threatening you guys. <laughs> if you would like to look, you're free to look. <laughs> Next up, we have this school superintendent who, so people up north may not know the joys that we have down south, but one of the joys we have is that we're not prepared for snow. And so when any, <laughs> when any forecast of snow is given, school is closed down, which is absolutely amazing. Like it may only sprinkle, but we're closed because we can't handle it. So that's amazing. So, but because they've had virtual school this year and everything, it's kind of weird. They're, all, they're on like a permanent snow day, but still with work. So this school superintendent said, there's been enough changes this year. I'm making a difference. And she sent out this letter to the entire county of schools and said, I'm declaring a snow day. They had a forecast of snow. So they're like, no more school today. Go out, make memories. They were demanded, you make memories right now. And like, go build a snowman. It was great. So. That, that was just really sweet. And if any of our school superintendents want ideas, oh, just kidding, it's right there. Next up was something that I found absolutely hilarious. So I don't know if scientists have just run out of stuff to look up, if they've just had a lot of free time this year and they've used it all up, but scientists are now finding reasons why Santa's reindeer are all girls and only Rudolph is not. <laughs> they're, they're finding scientific backing for this, and I thought it was hilarious. So, listen up, guys. So some of you may have heard some of this, but I have extra news on this. All right, so Santa's reindeer, you always see that they have antlers, right? Okay, but reindeer, actually during the winter, only the girls have antlers, but that's not it. That's common knowledge, right? But no. Then the girl reindeer have like an extra like layer of fat, I guess is what you call. I mean, it's terrible, but they do. And they're literally called seals on legs. Like it's it's terrible. There's all these fat jokes about them. It's great. But they're saying it makes them survive like the higher altitudes better when they're with Santa. But then it goes a step further. Rudolph is in fact a boy, and we know this because in the original Rudolph book, he did not have antlers. Therefore, he must be a boy. That is all. <laughs> I thought that was great. 
Next up, and most importantly of all of this, is this past Sunday at our church. We had our Christmas celebration, Christmas service, and there were 14 souls, one to heaven, one to, about said, one to the gospel. There are 14 souls won this weekend. Praise God. That's 14 more people going to heaven. That's, that's better than all of this. A lot better than Santa's reindeer. So we love you. This has been What's Good. We are going to see you next time. Bye. for staying on with us. We are going to pop in next to an awesome game, What's the Phrase? But for now, we're going to talk about our confessions. We do this daily because these are confessions that we are standing on, they are in the Word, and they are powerful. So I'm going to jump in, and it's confession number one. If you will pop that up there, please. We walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. Amen. We walk it out daily. We walk in it every single day. It's already ours. We have already inherited the goodness of our kingdom. So confession number two, please. We are out of debt and carry a debt-canceling anointing, and we flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. Amen. Stand on these. Say these daily. Write them on your mirror. Stand on this. It's in the Word. And it's, it will change your life when you get these and you get them in your spirit and, and you really just start walking out the word. Because when you use the word, the word works. Yeah. So we are going to hop on over now to what's the phrase. So if you guys will hold just a moment, we'll be right back. Abby, our reigning champ of this game, 
Oh, good. She is, she is a, she is a professional. <laughs> and then we have George. Who is not. Her, it's his first time ever <laughs> playing this game. I think I've actually gotten beaten every single time. Have you? Oh, you seem so good it's at okay. it when I'm watching on the screen. This will be your first win. You're going to yes. be great. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the rule of this game. We put a phrase on, on the screen. Okay. You have to say what that phrase is okay. enough times to okay. where you actually make a real phrase out of it because it's going to yes. look like gibberish when it's on the screen. Okay. Yeah. So you guys helped them out in the comments because <laughs> we need they're going to need I it. Need it. <laughs> I need it. Please. <laughs> yes. So comment as soon as you know it. Um, to be totally honest with you guys, I have never gotten one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so glad I'm posting. Here it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Very ready. Are you ready? Let's do this. Okay. Phrase number one. Whose turn goes first? Huh? You do it at the same time. Whoever gets it first. Okay. Yeah. That's oh, the okay. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin. 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 Nope, it's not. It's Macaulay Culkin. It's Macaulay Chorchin. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yes! I was positive it was Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. I knew that. I'm like, this is Christmas. It's gonna be Macaulay Culkin. I was, I was with you. So good. I really just listened to George. You were close. He said Michael Jordan. I'm glad I could help you. I meant to do that because yeah, you said you hadn't thanks, won yet. Thanks, so George. <laughs> it's so good. Okay, so now you get the flow. Yep. That's sure, how I we go. Yeah. <laughs> Phrase number two. That's exactly Here we how go. it goes. Sell your laugh none. Sell your laugh fun. Phone. You need to talk to Celli Cellular phone. Woo! Yeah. Hey, two for oh, two. Funny. You're giving yeah, these I, to her. Yeah, I thought that so when you great. didn't say anything. <laughs> She listens and then yeah. speaks out when she hears the right phrase. That's it. That's I just listen to you. The way it goes. <laughs> no, George, if you say it, I told you at the beginning. I told George before we started. If you say it in a Scottish accent with a lisp, it works. That will help. Yep. Do the next one that way. I want to hear it. your Scottish I accent. Not mine. No, I want to hear it from you. Freedom. That's what I got. Not, that was not it. That was the worst. <laughs> I love this game. Come on, George. Here we go. May divorce be hoof woo. Woof woo. May divorce be with you. Woo! Yes! Did you say a Scottish accent? Did it help? Did the Scottish accent? That's what did it. It blew away. To be fair, George may know more about Star Wars than George Lucas does. Let's be honest. That's why that one was on here. I got one. That was a gimme. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Paul. Huh? I need it. <laughs> Paul helped. A little late. <laughs> Free days. Halika. Do that one again. Say it again, George. Free days. Halika. Hood. Fellow. That's what it should be. That's what Abby have decided. That's what it is. Do the, do the Scottish accent. Let's see if that does it for you. <laughs> Scottish accent. I don't know what Scottish Freeze people sound age, like. Uh, Freeze age, <laughs> Somebody old. help him out. Somebody. Presentable. If you say it le legitimately. I'm trying. The real, the real tip is if you say it fast. Like, I'm, I'm serious. trying to say it fast. Oh, Freeze the jolly good fellow. Woo! Yeah. Got a nice. helpful hint on you gotta the watch YouTube. The comments. Three to 
that's how you go. You didn't realize it. You thought I just randomly. Yeah, I was like, That's how I did it. Yeah. I just stared at it long enough. There you go. It's like one of those pictures. All right. Is this the last one? This is the last one. Okay. I could lose only three to two if I could. Yes. Good job. Happy lesson, Indie Skies. A blessing in disguise. George. A blessing in disguise. There we go. I feel like you said it, but you weren't sure you said it. <laughs> I thought it said Abe Lincoln in disguise. That's what I was with, was Abe Lincoln. To the skies. That's exactly. I was like, is he flying? What's Abe doing? For school <laughs> seven years ago. That's what accent was that one? That was an Abe Lincoln. This, he was American, but it was a long time ago, so that's how they talked. Nobody was around when Abe did. You can't tell me he didn't have that accent. That was it. I feel like this is getting away from us now. <laughs> oh, I lost. Let me rein this. Yes, George lost. Fun. Abby finally had a win. Finally. Woo, that's Good right. job, Abby. Five, yes. George. Crush me. Woo. Yes. Thanks for empowering me to win. It feels like I should get at least one assist. It helped. It really you, helped. You, like, yep. assisted with every one, so you were a great supporter of this game. Good. Not I, the winner, but a good support. Because <laughs> there's great. only one winner. We are hopping into now, if you guys are ready, What's the Word with bird, bird, bird. Barrett and Pastor Brian. We'll see you It'll guys in a minute. going to be with us here in a couple minutes but for right now it is you and me so I want to know who's on and watching the comment tell me who you are I want to know who we're talking to today and thank you for being on with us we are ha we have a special Christmas broadcast for you today tomorrow and Wednesday and then let me give you a heads up of what's coming up the rest of this week and next week. Thursday, we have a special Christmas Eve video that we made for you. That's going to be coming out on Thursday. And then on Friday, we have a special Christmas message for you. And then next week, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be re-airing some of our most powerful episodes that we have had so far. We're going to be re-airing the three parts of man that pastor's been talking about a whole lot. And then following that up with... Some of the how to be led by the spirit of God videos, it's going to be great. So you're going to want to make sure that you watch that. But that's what we've got going on. Um, Dixie's watching. Priscilla's watching. Comment. I want to know who's on. I love knowing who is watching if you're able to comment. And we just thank you so much for being here with us. It's going to be such a good broadcast. And let's see. Johnny says, hello, hello, Johnny. Guys, I'm so excited that George and Jade are here. What an awesome thing. I, like, I, I love them. And 
guys, exciting information. Jade and George are going to be in the studio all week long with us. You get to watch Jade and George tomorrow and Wednesday. It's a Christmas miracle. Merry Christmas, one and all. Um, Chelsea says, hi, Chelsea. I love when Chelsea's watching. Natalie says, I still hear. <laughs> I still hear. Kevin says, watching from the Albemarle landfill and then a vomit face. I bet that smells super. Um, but it's going to be a good rest of your day. Okay, we're going to hop in. As you guys saw from the title, today we are talking about what is real Christmas peace. You know, Pastor called me earlier today, and he, what was on his heart was talking about what is Christmas? Like, what is real Christmas? And he asked me, you know, what's been coming up to me? And the three things in particular that have been sticking out to me as I have been praying, you know, we do 6 a.m. prayer here at the church every single weekday. That's something that I oversee. And so every day as we've been praying, the three things that have been sticking out to me that the Holy Spirit's been bringing out is peace, hope, and joy. And these are three things that, you know, when you hear them, it's like, well, duh, you know, peace, peace is important. <laughs> I think of Miss Congeniality. I just want world peace, world peace, world peace. Um, everybody knows that peace is something that is supposed to be important. But, you know, there are sometimes when you hear a word so much, it, it loses its meaning. Peace is one of those things. Hope is one of those things. Joy is one of those things that we hear it so much, especially around this time of year. And you'll see it on greeting cards. You'll see it on Christmas cards, you know, peace and goodwill and Merry Christmas. Hope you have a great holiday season and the season of joy. And you, you hear it so much that oftentimes they can lose meaning. But these three words really sum up what this season is truly about. Peace hope and joy. And what is real hope? What is real joy? What is real peace? And are we walking in it? Can we walk in it? And does God want us to walk in it? You know, I think that those questions are things that we really need to come to grips with as as we take a hold of this is what is God's will for these things? You know, so many people will just, I mean, look at the world around you. You any family event that you go to, somebody somewhere is probably going to bring up about the year and how crazy it's been and what it's looked like. And, well, I guess we just haven't been good enough because look what God did this year. And so many people confuse what the devil has done for what God's will is. And what is God's will for you? Well, we're going to look at that this morning. Turn with me, if you will. Go to Luke chapter 2. I'm sure we'll be here a good bit over the next three days. But Luke chapter 2 talks about the birth of Jesus. And it's talking about the angel of the Lord coming before the shepherds in the fields. In verse 9 it says, And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. All the people, for all the people, this news will bring great joy. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared to the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, on earth 
peace among men with whom he is pleased. Now, the context of this verse, you know, this is one of these verses that you hear at Christmas times. And, I mean, you watch Charlie Brown Christmas and, and Linus reads this scripture. I used to teach or tease George and tell him that he was Linus. And what was really funny is this past uh, ELT advance, we happened to watch like a Charlie Brown Christmas and a Charlie, like, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. And when we watched it, Jade looked at George and she was like, He's you. <laughs> Linus is you. <laughs> so that's just a fun tidbit about, you know, my life. But you see this, you hear this a lot. But the context of this is for years on earth, they had been without a prophet. Like I think for 400 years, there wasn't a prophet on the earth. So all of this stuff about Jesus had been prophesied years and years and years ago. And then for 400 years, I believe, nothing. Nothing. So you have these people who have been told the Savior's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. You know, Isaiah, Jeremiah, you have Ezekiel, you have all these prophets who used to speak, okay, here's, what's, here's what the Son of God's going to look like, here's what he's going to do, here's what it's going to sound like. And then silence. It was silent. Have you ever felt like it's been silent between you and God before? I have. You know, there have been times where in my walk with God, it has just sounded quiet and I haven't known what to do. And like, I'll pray and I'll seek the Lord. And it's just like, I, I don't even know what to do. Like, I, I, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you, God. And it just doesn't sound like anything. And so these 400 years, no prophet, no prophet. They're just, these people are obeying the last word that they had from God and yet nothing. And then all of a sudden, that night, the angel shows up to these shepherds and says, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Like, don't you think, after a couple days of not hearing from God, for those of us who have had those encounters, you can have those moments of, God, have I done something wrong? Like, is something off with me? They went 400 years. They, they couldn't have intimacy with God the way that we could now. Do you think that their feelings and their flesh, their mind, their will, their emotions, the three parts of man that we were talking about, do you think that their feelings and their flesh was making them think that perhaps God had forgotten them? We're not just talking about a year. Like we've been in the middle of a year where to those who don't know God and who don't have a relationship, it could look like God has just left us here on this earth. We're talking 400 years of these men and women not being able to hear from a prophet about what was happening. Do you think that maybe their emotions started to get the better of them? Well, maybe God's forgotten us. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that word is wrong. Is, is there any validity to this? I don't know. And then in a moment, God was like, now's the time where I'm going to send peace. Now's the time where they get to hear from me. Now is that time. And the first words that the angel spoke on behalf of God was, don't be afraid. People watching this broadcast today, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Going into this Christmas season, going into this next year, don't be afraid. There is good news ahead. There is great joy ahead. Where there was once sorrow, behold, God has sent a son. And because he sent his son, there is great joy. Don't be afraid. That's the first thing God wanted to do was settle and give them peace in their mind. There's nothing to fear. 
There's no thing to fear. Do not be afraid. Behold, I'm bringing you good news of great joy. Good news. God has not sent a spirit of fear. You know, that thought that may be trying to be there of, well, next year, it's just going to be as crazy as this year was. I don't really know what's one year going to do. What's one day going to do? Like, just because we're going into January, it's how's it going to get better? Don't fear. Don't think that stuff. Do not fear. God has come to bring you peace. Amen. Hello. Hello. How hey, are you? I'm good. That was smooth. Was it? It was a smooth entrance <laughs> in. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. I've been hearing what you're saying about the peace. Amen. I had um, one of the things when we look at Luke chapter 2 uh, in that, uh, he says, go back and read that right there where it talks about it. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For in today, the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. Yeah, so one of the things that you see here is that God's will is for peace yeah. for men. Um, and in other words, if we're not living in that peace, then we're missing a peace. Yeah. We're missing a peace of God that he wants to have in our life. In other words, when he says, pray like in Matthew 6, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. A part of that that the Lord absolutely wants to get through is he wants us to have peace. Yeah. He wants us to be at peace in our life, not agitated, not always frustrated. Yeah. We can be at peace in the middle of storms. We can be at peace in the middle of walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah. We can be at peace. And this is what Jesus afforded us was this peace. It's a part of God's will. Yeah. It is a part of his will. And when we see that, then we'll say, wait a minute, I'm not having peace in my life. Right. I'm not having what I need. I need to have peace right now. Yeah. And we'll put faith towards that peace. But a lot of people are not putting faith towards that peace because they've grown up in a world without peace. Peace right. in a world that's corrupted, and they think that a lack of peace is normal. Yeah. Put that in the comments right now. Just many, many. Uh, let me let me think how to phrase it. Is a lack of peace is not normal. Mm -hmm. A lack of peace is not normal. Put that in the comments right now. A lack of peace is not normal. God's normal is what yeah. we want, and God's normal is peace. Yeah. Well, and people haven't. Christians haven't really done a great job of demonstrating the will of God to people who don't know it. Because yeah. if, if people yes. think that God wants them to be in a situation that is chaotic and destructive, it's because Christians haven't demonstrated, no, God's will for this is peace. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, 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 I'd ask the Lord for me to not share this, but apparently I'm going to. Uh, right before the <laughs> broadcast, um, there was some like technological stuff that was going on. I had to call you, and you're like, well, you can try these things. Other than that, I don't know. And you didn't say it like that. That's just my paraphrase. But <laughs> I had done everything I knew to do. Kevin had done everything he, need, he knew to do. We had done everything, and it looked like we were getting to a point where we needed peace in it. And the Holy Spirit was like, Pray, Barrett. <laughs> like, just like that. Yeah. I'm like, 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and so I commanded peace to be in the machines. Yeah. I was like, we need peace yeah. in this room. And as soon as I did it, it literally turned on. And it's yeah. because what has been normal for so for so many of us isn't God's normal. Yeah. And it's retraining our yeah. brains to, no, I can command peace to be in this situation. Yeah, that's right. Well, look at this verse. It's John 14, 27. Jesus is speaking and he says, peace I leave with you. Mm-hmm. And my peace I give to you. Yeah. Not just peace, his peace. Yeah. His peace. Like how how awesome is God's peace? Mm-hmm. He says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Now think about that. So in other words, the peace, and hear this right now. And I don't know what y'all are doing back there, but let's get in peace in that too. All right. (laughs) Whatever you're doing, pay attention to this. All right. So listen, he's saying right now, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you, but do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. So in other words, when we have peace, we won't be troubled. Yeah. We won't be fearful. That's what the peace of God will do. The peace of God will lead us to the place where yeah. we're not troubled. Yeah. So if you're troubled and you have fears, you haven't allowed peace to do its job. Yeah. We haven't done that. So we need to make sure that we allow that peace to sit, yeah. right? And we let that peace reside. So even like right now, I don't know what they're trying to fix, but everybody was paying attention to something. But let me just give an example of that and the example of what you had going on this morning. There can be attacks and there can be things, but how do you solve them? You don't solve them by necessarily jumping on it with all of your logic and and checking every box. You solve it by peace. Peace is a weapon against confusion. Yeah. Okay. Peace is a weapon against confusion. Peace is a weapon against attacks. Put that in the comments. Yeah. Peace is a weapon. How do we know this? What did Jesus say to the storm? Peace. Peace. Be still. Yeah. Your peace that should be the peace of God actually will be a peace that will be a weapon against the lack of peace that the devil's trying to bring. Yeah. It's such an important thing. And we see that Jesus wanted to leave us his peace. Uh, Many times we, uh, I've found that what we do is we immediately go into like uh, crisis mode. Mm -hmm. And instead of going into crisis mode, what we need to go into is peace mode. Yeah. Instead of going into crisis mode and like, solve it, you know, we need to go into peace mode. Yeah. And so a lot of times how I help people solve things is I get them to calm down. Yeah. Like, and I'm not just talking about a, I'm not just talking about like a mental calming down. Hey, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And when you enter into that peace, you're entering into the rest of God and in that place, things start to work. Yeah. Right? Well, and it causes you, the person operating in peace, to look different to everybody Mm -hmm. else. Like, a person abiding in peace draws the attention of those who aren't. Yeah. The two that specifically stick out to me is Jesus on the boat. Yeah. And then also Paul and Silas in the jail cell. Yeah. Like they're beaten, they're they're held in chains in the middle of a prison. Yeah. And yet they put on peace to the point that they started worshiping and praising yeah. God. Like yeah. they put that on and it caused everybody's jail cells to break yeah. open. Well, your peace or lack thereof spreads. Mm-hmm. 
And this is one of those items that when you're in peace, peace spreads. Yeah. When you're out of peace, uh, that that being out of peace spreads. Yeah. In other words, so I've watched, you know, people, I've watched people, I've seen services, for example, at church. And maybe we have a lot going on, right? We have a lot of things going on. There's a lot of balls in the air. Everybody's trying to juggle their part. Yeah. And guess what happens in those services? What happens to the flow of the supernatural? It goes down. It goes down. Why? Because people are not in peace. Yeah. They're, they're thinking they're more in the logic of a corrupted world than they are in the logic of a spiritual world. Yeah. And so they try to handle everything, and there's no flow of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You know, it, there's none like that. Peace literally allows the Holy Spirit to flow. Remember, we can grieve the Spirit, and, and He's a Spirit of peace. Yeah. And so if we're doing something that's not him, then he's not going to feel welcome in that way. And it's not, you know, it's not like he has feelings, you know, feelings in the sense of, oh, my feelings hurt, I'm leaving. It's not like that, but there's a flow. In other words, if you're not going to do things my way, then it's not going to work anyway. Mm -hmm. So, and so if he's a spirit of peace and we're out of peace, then what we're saying is you're not welcome here right now. Yeah. And so then we miss the flow of the Holy Ghost. So peace literally invites the flow of the Holy Ghost. And uh, I've had moments where I've been in services at different times. And um, all of a sudden, and you can see how God gives messages right on time and right when people need it. Um, I've had services where I've been frustrated. I'm walking into a service and uh, things are not going well. They're not what they should be. The people are like staring at me like a cow at a new gate or whatever and they're not, not you. they're not You've at peace yeah we well, yeah. no no never no. <laughs> and uh i've done it plenty of times but yeah what's he talking about mm-hmm. yeah no amens no no nothing or and, even uh, like the logistical thinking yeah like they're trying to check the box of everything they yeah. need to get done and they're not and all of a sudden you get into this place all of a sudden you get into this place And I'm frustrated looking at the situation, and the Lord will say, relax, Mm -hmm. have fun. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to relax. They're doing it wrong. You know, you know, the people are not receiving. The people are not in peace. The people are not doing this. I want, and I'm, I want to just go in and fix everything and, or be frustrated that it's not happening right. And the Lord says, be at peace. And I'll get in peace as yeah. the one who's, you know, overseeing the service. I'll get in peace. And then all of a sudden the people will get in peace. Then we'll have a flow. There was a time when I did not understand that. And the Lord has allowed me to know some of what that is now. But it's so true. Like, I'm just thinking here on the broadcast that when we very first started doing this, like, I allowed myself to carry the weight of all of this. And I'd come in and very much get in the mode of let's do, 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 do. And everybody was so on eggshells because I had set that environment. And I had to, I had to shift that. And when I shifted it, it started working because I created the environment through my lack of peace over it. Yeah. I was, uh, I was sharing with Impact University the other day. Um, I was sharing with them that how uh, we actually had a period of time where we were showing how people could be wise in their stuff and they were like every anything that could keep them from church was keeping them from church besides like the very core people, yeah. right? The very core people were there. Uh, but if everybody showed up, we'd have had like 50 people 
and uh, we were having like 15 or 20. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing. Here's what I'm thinking is you're staying at home because it's comfortable to you, but here comes this new guest, mm -hmm. and we don't know their maturity level, mm -hmm. but they're sitting there, and they're going, you know, well, it doesn't look like anything's happening here. There's no excitement here whatsoever. Yeah. And I'd walk in and, you know, I, and I would preach it. I'd be like, I'd try to teach it like, be here. No matter what, be here. Even if you're not getting anything out of it, be yeah. here because that helps your neighbor. Yeah. You know, it's not just about you. It's about other people. And I'd walk in, there'd be 15 people instead of 50. And I'm like, Rah! you know, I was so frustrated. I was so mad. Oh, golly. I was like, ah, golly. And, this, ah. and uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, did, you, did, you get, did you get the point? Ah! You know, it was like uh, uh, Beavis. <laughs> Beavis. <laughs> You got Prilla. I know. I know. George, George called it. Mm -hmm. And and it's like... Uh, Jade's shaking her yeah. head. <laughs> I was just so frustrated. She said, oh boy. Um, I was just so frustrated. And one day in the old building, the Lord speaks to me. He goes, and I was right in the middle. I was like, you know, and we're worshiping. I'm raising my hand so nobody behind me can tell what I'm Your doing. Face like it's manifesting. Yeah, I know. I was. I was manifesting a lack of peace. I was so mad, and it was like because it had gone on for years, and like yeah. people weren't getting it. You know, yeah. it's like let's think. You know, and and so I was. And one morning I'm sitting there, and I'm in I'm in worship, and um, all of a sudden the Lord goes, "You're not having any fun." And I was like, and, and I didn't say it because we were in worship and everybody would have heard me. But inside, I said it to the Lord. You're right. I'm not. <laughs> You're right. I'm not. Miss mm -hmm. <laughs> Dixie will believe that car to come in. Amen. Stop telling everybody. Tell God and believe for it to come in and you'll get it. And then come back. All right. So now, all of a sudden, I said, You're right. I'm not. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. I'm not having fun. And all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, I, he said, you need to choose to put on joy. Yeah. And what did I need to do? I needed to choose to be in peace. Yeah. I needed to choose to be in peace. I needed to choose to be in peace. Mm -hmm. And I chose it. And that second, boom, it changed. Yeah. All of a sudden, I was in peace. All of a sudden, I was right in peace. Right. Yeah. And I and that peace and that joy came in, you know, joy and peace. They went hand in hand and uh, joy and peace came in. And all of a sudden, everything changed. Yeah. The whole ministry. And I watched the people start to respond properly. I, I watched. And I was like, oh, my goodness. They were and they were feeding off of my own frustrations. Yeah. Part of it. But I was not as the leader bringing peace. And here's the thing. No matter who you are or where you are, you can change the atmosphere. Amen. No matter who you are or where you are, you can change the atmosphere by choosing the peace that Jesus leaves with us. His peace that's a weapon against confusion and a yeah. weapon against attacks. Yeah. And if we don't have it, we just have to choose to put it on. See, that day, it wasn't that I all of a sudden in a moment of time had a lack of things to be frustrated about. The right. same level of, of items I had were still there. Yeah. We're still there. I just chose to put on peace. 
And when I chose to put on peace and joy, it was joy was the main thing, but I entered into peace because of that thought process. And when I chose to put it on, everything changed. Yeah. And I was at peace. Well, and it's, it is a choice, you know. It's one of the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace. Like, peace is something that yeah. sh is supposed to be being produced yeah. out of us yeah. because of our intimacy with the Holy Spirit. And if yeah. it's not, then what we're actually demonstrating is we haven't been as tight with the Holy Spirit as we should have been. Yeah. And so that, really what that boils down to is if you haven't been in peace properly, abide with him and yeah. he'll abide with you. Call on him. Yeah. Repent that. Yeah. Be like, Lord, I haven't been at peace. Like I, <laughs> I joked with Abigail, <laughs> going back to the computer thing. Like as soon as I prayed, it, I knew it worked it, before I even looked at it. I looked, I'm like, eh, yes. there it is. We're going to go by. <laughs> and then Abby Sassley was like, Sounds like you should have done that to begin with. And I was like, well, as the person who brought me the problem, sounds like you should have done that. To, like, we were teasing back and forth about it. But, like, she was valid. Like, once we put on peace, like, it's a, well, I'm going to repent to the person who watched me yeah. do it. Like, I'm going to let you know I missed that. I should have done that at the yeah. beginning. And... That's all it is. If you've recognized, you know, maybe it's with your finances. Like, Lord, I have not been at peace with my right, finances. Right. There's been bills coming in. I've seen them coming, and I've been thinking on it way too much. Lord, yeah. I haven't been at peace with this. With your husband or your wife, I haven't been at peace with them. I've yeah. been super irritated. <laughs> I haven't been at peace. I need your help. <laughs> not me. I love my husband. He's great. Um, or your children or your job, whatever it is, you know the area that yeah. has just been the one that is trying yeah. to great just repent to the lord and ask for help you know you can even let's say that we're in a service and um you know i'm not handling peace well right as the leader yeah and i'm not handling it well but you know will's sitting here and uh let's say that will decides you know what i'm gonna put on peace yeah i'm gonna put on peace do you realize that his peace is is contagious it helps and it can catch to the next person and it can catch to the next person and it can catch and all of a sudden one person that decides to put on peace can change everything yeah can change everything and i've had some of the most frustrating times and some of the most like ah moments you know and all of a sudden i choose to put on peace and it completely changes the whole environment yeah. of the whole place yeah because it's a weapon and what it does is it, it, it really fosters an environment where God can do what he wants to do. Yeah. And that's why the Lord wants us to have. And it's a gift. He wants us to have it. Yeah. You know, he'll say, he tells us when we go out to different places, he says, when you go to this home, bless it by saying grace and peace over this home. Mm -hmm. Right? Grace and peace on this home. Right? And he says, now, if somebody won't receive your peace, take your blessing back. In other words, but he's, this is something we're supposed to do every time we enter into a home, basically. Yeah. Peace be on this home. Yeah. Now, in other words, God, God wants this peace thing to be real to us. And, but how many people operate there? We, are we taught to operate there by this world? No, no. This how many? makes money off of our lack oh, of peace. Oh, yeah, it, it does. It, it sells newspapers off of a lack of peace. Mm -hmm. It sells on all the debate and stuff like that. I won't, you know, not just debate, but trouble and all that kind of stuff. It's, but that's the corrupted world. Yeah. But we're supposed to be the ones that change that. But how can we ever change and bring peace into a world if we don't even have it in our own car when we're alone? Yep. 
You know, how, if you don't have peace going down the road by yourself, how are we going to change a world? But we're called to change the world yeah. with his peace. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, one of the things, I want you to see this as, as you were talking about peace. And remember, when Jesus came in, peace became available. Mm-hmm. Put that in the comments. When Jesus came in to the world, peace became available to the world. A weapon against the confusion of the enemy and the storms of the enemy became available to every human that would pick up that peace. Mm-hmm. Are we picking up that peace? Yeah. Are we picking up that peace? Yeah. Right? And then look at this. I want you to see this in all these different letters in the New Testament, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's like 96 verses where the word peace is used in English. And God doesn't yeah. repeat things just no. to repeat things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Serena put it in. When Jesus came in, peace became available. George put it in. George K. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look at this. At the beginning of each one of these letters in the New Testament, to all who are in Romans 1 7, to all who are in uh, beloved of God in Rome, called saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 1 3. Uh, or excuse me, yeah, okay. 1 Corinthians 1 3. Grace to you and peace from yeah. God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. 2 Corinthians 1 2. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 1 3. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 1 2. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 1 2. Or I just, no, I hadn't read that. Philippians 1 2. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians 1 2. To the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are at Colossae. Grace to you and peace from God our Father. Yeah. You know, this is the Holy Spirit saying this. Yeah. How many times? To every church, right. to every believer, right? First uh, Thessalonians 1 1, Holy Spirit again. Paul and Silvanus and Timothy to the church of, of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace. Second yeah. Thessalonians, grace to you and peace. First Timothy, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus. Uh, our Lord. <laughs> I think it's funny because Timothy's a pastor's gospel. Hey, you don't just need grace and peace, you need mercy. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> and then Second Timothy, one, two, grace, mercy, and peace. <laughs> mercy got bumped up. Mercy, yeah, moved up a notch. <laughs> Neat point. <laughs> and uh, so Titus 1.4, grace and peace. Yeah. Philemon, grace to you and peace, right? First Peter, so now it's not just Paul, you know, may grace, First Peter 1.2, grace, may grace and peace be yours in the fullest measure. Second Peter, grace and peace be multiplied to you. Oh man, could we use a message of grace and peace in the church? Yeah. Apparently so. <laughs> and yeah. that's not just like how they yeah. open letters. Like I, it's so easy yeah. to read through and be like, well, that's instead of dear, it would be great. Yeah. No, this is the Lord. This yeah. is the Lord speaking for you. Uh, second John, 
Grace, mercy, and peace will be with us from God the Father and from Jesus Christ. So now we've got John saying it, Peter saying it, Paul saying it. Next thing, Mary will be saying it. That's, that's a joke. Some of people will catch it. Revelation 1.4. Grace to you and peace. Uh, John to the seven churches that are in Asia. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. Yeah. I mean, every, almost every book in the New Testament to the church, they proclaim over them grace and peace. Now yeah. watch this. If what, they're, what are they doing? They're proclaiming grace and peace to the house of God in that location. Yep. Let's, let's look at it like this. They're proclaiming grace and peace to this house, to your house, yeah. to my house. So if I reject peace, then what I'm rejecting is the blessing that yeah. it brings. And how do I reject it? It's not just, it, you know, you don't just reject peace by saying, no, I don't want peace. Mm -hmm. That's not how you do it. You reject peace by not putting on peace. Right. No, I don't receive that into my life. Right. But yet God wants it. God wants us to have that peace in our life all the time. Yeah. Why? Because it's a weapon against the things of the enemy. It's a preparation of the presence of God, of the atmosphere of God. You know, on Sunday morning uh, when we have prayer, it all, one of the main focuses of that prayer is peace. Mm -hmm. Is peace. Peace and grace. Speak that. Confess it. Peace and grace. Most of the time when I'm, when I'm counseling people, uh, and most of the time what I need to get them to do is to settle down and have peace. Yeah. Like, stop trying to defend yourself. Yeah. Stop trying to do that. Peace. Have peace, right? Have peace. Yeah. It's going to be okay. God's going to help you. Have that peace of God. Yeah, well, and peace is one of those things that, I'm not saying the only opposite of it, but, you know, fear is in direct opposition to peace because fear will make us can, if we allow it to, can help us to step out of the peace of God yeah. and into unrest. And so if we're in fear over something, instead of you can't be both in fear and in peace at the same time, they're in opposition to each other. So when fear comes in, it's a direct attack against your peace. Yes. See fear yes. as an enemy. Yeah. You know, see pressure as an enemy to your peace and choose to abide in that situation yeah. of peace yeah. rather than let fear pull you off course. But that peace of God, it's for you. And for so many people, they they don't know. God, God loves you. God desires yeah. you. Yeah. Like I would say for some for those of you who don't know, or those of you who even have made Jesus your Savior and you're questioning this, going back to Luke 2:13, peace on earth among men. People weren't born again then. People didn't have Jesus at yeah. that point in time. His will toward men was peace with whom he was pleased. Even without Jesus, yeah. he was pleased with them. He yeah. desired them enough to send a Savior. That same pleased is with you. Because now you have Jesus who died for you and made it so that when God looks at you, he looks through Jesus. His will is for you. He's pleased with you. And his peace is for you. He wants you to have it. Yes. Now. It's for you. You don't need to be afraid. God's not punishing you. You know, that's another thing that comes into opposition with God when it comes to this peace. God's not a punisher. 
not for his children. God desires for peace to be yours. So that thing that's been stealing from you, that's been killing, that's been destroying, that's the enemy. That's yeah. Satan. That's what he does. Jesus came to give you life and life in abundance. And what kind of life? The life of peace. The life that is peaceful. When people see you as a Christian, they should immediately be pointed to the life of Jesus. They should immediately think, wow, there's something different there. And being peaceful, especially in today's climate, that's different. Oh, my goodness, yeah. I'll tell you, you know, um, a couple of thoughts. And in today's climate, you know, going off of that, when I did the media fast for one year, I had the peace of God on me like I've not had ever in my life. Yeah. And it really changed my life. Like it changed how I looked at things. It changed how I thought about things. Um, you know, I mean, it just, it really changed me. Yeah. And I had the peace of God and it, you know what? Things just worked. Yeah. Things just worked. It was awesome. But let me ask you this question, kind of jump into another question before we wrap up today. Uh, let me ask you this question. When's the last time that you believed God in faith for your peace? Yeah. When's the last time you applied faith for peace? Right? Put that in the comments. When is the last time we applied faith to have peace? When's the last time we did that? Because ultimately, isn't peace a promise? Mm -hmm. And how do we overcome the world where there's a lack of peace? Mm -hmm. Even our faith, our faith. We must apply faith. For that peace. All right, Lord, I'm believing for your peace right now, even though I don't 11, have 11, 11 a.m. Yeah. this morning <laughs> over the computers. <laughs> yeah. But see, that came out of necessity. It's, when are we being proactive it. about it? <laughs> this morning, and then I dropped it, apparently. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it was a, that was a nice attempt. <laughs> At being holy barren. I wasn't trying to be. I was just trying to be real. I had to do it real recently. <laughs> you know, and I've walked into situations and I've made them more agitated before. And then I've walked into situations and I've made them more peaceful before. You know? Yeah. Um, and there's, uh, you have to, it's better when you make them more peaceful. And uh, things go well. Uh, what are people around you? You know, yeah. I watch a lot of people, everybody around them is on eggshells and they think that everybody's mad at them. I wonder why. Mm -hmm. You know, because you create that environment, everybody's got to get every single thing right around you or else you blow up, you know, and lose your cool and have no peace. They're going to be looking at you like you're causing me all of this stress and all yeah. of this peace. But when's the last time, instead of being like that, like, Lord, I'm believing you for peace in this place. I'm believing yeah. you for peace in this, you know, in this studio today. I'm believing you for peace in, on my drive home. I'm believing you, Father. I, I, well, I'll have peace today yeah. in Jesus' name, right? Peace and grace will be mine today, yeah. right? I'll have peace in uh, knowing what I need to know to solve yeah. this situation. I'll have peace. I'm believing you. I'll have peace. We're confessing that peace. You yeah. know, we're speaking that peace. But now I want you to see something too. So uh, in Philippians uh, 4 and verse 7, it says this, And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Haven't we talked about that the battle is in our mind. Yeah. And so what is one of the best ways that we can win the battle of our mind? In peace. Mm -hmm. 
in peace. But I want you to see this. This is not peace. This is not peace that um, I can just feel peace dropping in here right now. I can feel peace you know, dropping in people that are listening. This is not peace that makes sense. Yeah. In, the, in the King James, it says peace that passes understanding. In other words, your understanding will not compute the level of peace you're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. So when's the last time we, asked, we believed God in faith for peace? Yeah. When's the last time we applied faith for peace in a level that was ununderstandable? Yeah. You know, uncompre- you know incomprehensible. Yeah. Right? That was a big word. That was a good word. <laughs> well, and I, if I could real quick, yeah. one thing as pastors, well, 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 sorry. So, sorry. and this may go with you. No, no, I, I wanted to get to, to this line is, in other words, the peace that God wants you to have doesn't make sense. And so because it doesn't make sense, many times we're not even stretching for it with our faith. Yep. But when we'll stretch for it with our faith for a peace that doesn't even make sense, you can have it. Yeah. It does go with. Yeah. Um, what what had come up to me is there were, I don't know, three years ago or so, I George and I were at your house. Uh, we were having a meeting with you and Pastor Nicole. And I remember very distinctly, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I remember very distinctly, you looked at me and you're like, you're not a joyful person. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. Yeah, I was excuse me. (laughs) Do you remember that, George? Yeah. Do you hear how loudly my husband yes sir that? Like, did you hear that? And then you. He seemed to be at peace on it when he said it. I'm just saying. Well, then the next thing you said after that, and and do you think if you're not a joyful person that people are at peace around you? And I was like. I don't like this conversation. <laughs> and I was like, I think I'm a joyful person. He goes, and you were like, I don't. I think that you put it on I think that you put on laughter and you put on pleasantness, but I don't think you're in joy. And I was like That sounds like the Holy Ghost. It sounded harsh, but it sounded, <laughs> sounded honest. I didn't love it. Um, your flesh did. No. <laughs> the the spirit man in me was quiet at that point and my flesh was super loud. Um but it was it was honest and it yeah. was some it's something I needed to hear and so from that point onward it forced me to examine myself of am I truly carrying this or am I just demonstrating yeah. like am I am I truly a carrier of the peace of God and I wasn't am I truly a That's carrier really of the joy of God and I wasn't yeah. and so I've had to not trying to you know be holy buried I, I failed that a couple minutes ago but <laughs> you know I I've challenged myself over the last three years of I need to abide in joy I need to abide in peace yeah. and I haven't I haven't done it perfectly clearly at 11 o'clock this morning but there I've I've tried to grow in it and because I've seen my grow in it and because I've watched myself grow the things the Lord's been able to ask me to do and has entrusted me to oversee in different things it's been able to be more because I've given myself to it but I had to have a reality check yeah and at that point it was through you and Pastor Nicole of you haven't been doing this. You put on a good face. Right. You, you've got a good front going on, but behind the mask, <laughs> not so much. Yeah. And I had at your core. At, at your core. core. And not just you. Like, at our core, are we carrying that? Yeah. You know? And so I think every person watching, you know, you may demonstrate. You may have a good front of, I'm at peace. People would say I'm at peace. 
Do the people who know you super well, would they say that? Would your wife say that? Would your husband sitting a couple chairs away who just loudly was like, yep, I remember. Would they say that you were truly a joy and peace? Great question. Like, get, get honest <laughs> about this. Because if you don't judge yourself properly, the Lord will judge you. And you don't want to be in a position where the yeah. Lord judges you. Yeah. So just ask. Ask the people who are closest no, to you. The Lord won't even have to do it. Life no. will judge you. Yeah. Life will judge you. Mm-hmm. So. It's not. So yeah. take that time. Like don't. And that's not a condemnation thing. Okay. I haven't been where I thought I was. You know, at that point, I probably cried for a while and probably cried for the next day and probably tried to ignore pastor some. And then, you know, a Again, couple days later. Again, pastor goals, make your people cry. That's Woo! why the Lord needed to give you mercy for dealing with me. Like, when I got bummed up in Second Timothy, that one was me. It was, the Lord's going to give you a Barrett. It's fine. Um, but I needed the reality check so that way I could then put faith toward, yeah. how do I even become this person that I don't, yeah. how do I do it? The Lord will teach you. His word will teach you. Your pastor will teach you. If you're with proper people, you're with godly people, yeah. they'll sharpen you and you'll start to carry it. Yeah. You'll start to be that person. But you can't go to the places God has for you until you truly become a person of peace and yeah. a person of joy. Well, and bringing this all back around full circle to Luke chapter 2, you know, and your opening statement is, what is Christmas about? Yeah. One of those things that Christmas is about is getting peace that passes understanding yeah. to every man and woman on the earth. And that's what Jesus brought. Yeah. Jesus brought us the ability to apply faith and receive peace, walk in peace, and put down the storms of life yeah. and literally walk in a place where it's not eggshells and frustration and everybody walking. It's a place of relaxed in the mercy of God, in the peace of God, yeah. and in the joy of the Lord. You know, And that's what Jesus afforded. When he came, that's exactly what the angels said. And let, let's, let's read that again at you know, Luke chapter 2. And I just love, I don't know, a few years ago, I just got revelation on Luke chapter 2. And, and I think it just came alive to me like it never had yeah. before. And when I read what the angel said, it just, it just, I don't know, it moves me. Yeah. And he says this, but the angel said, the angel stood before him, verse 10, Luke 2, 10, and then we'll read several. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy. Yeah. Put that in the comments, all caps. Great joy, <laughs> great joy, which will be for all the people. Great yeah. joy for all people. Great joy for all people. Are you in all people? If you're hearing this, you're in all people. <laughs> great, great joy for all people. Yeah. Great joy for all people. For today, in the city of David, there's been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. You'll have great joy because of the peace. Yeah. You know, peace is one of those pieces, you know, peace is one of those elements that will bring <laughs> you great joy, right? In order to have great joy, you've got to have the peace. Yeah. He says, and uh, was born a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. 
And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, not just when we get to heaven, yeah. on earth, peace among men with whom he's pleased. Mm -hmm. Peace among men with whom he's pleased. Peace. Yeah. In other words, he, the angels were declaring it for all of mankind. Peace be on all men. So that peace is available. God spoke that. The angels repeated it. That peace is available by the voice of the Lord, by the word of the Lord, for every person that will have it. Will you grab a hold of it today? Yeah. So just, let me just pray with you. Just close your eyes right now unless you're driving down the road. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. But Lord, right now, I just speak peace and grace and mercy over every person that's hearing this. Let there be peace in their lives that passes understanding. Lord, let them walk in everything that you want them to receive because of your son Jesus, yeah. because of what we celebrate in this season of joy, this season of joy. Ah, oh, glory to God. I just tell you right now, the Lord brought this up to me the other day. I just, I heard in the spirit, I would say, to call this season of this Christmas season, specifically this year, to call this season a season of joy. Yeah. A season of, this is my season of joy. This Christmas season is my season of joy. Get it in you. Let it come out. It keeps coming out of my spirit. And uh, get it in you. That's a word for us today. Get it in you, this season of joy. And it's a season of peace. Yeah. Receive that peace. Lord, right now, let peace fall on everyone in the name of Jesus. Let that peace set their homes to be a place where the presence of God is welcomed and can manifest in its fullness. Thank you, Father, for your peace. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for the fullness of what you have. Thank you, Lord, for that peace. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Got anything else? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> However, we are going into our time of what is abundance. And as we're talking about peace, God wants there to be peace in your finances. Amen. He's interested he does. in that. Yeah. He desires that for you. You know, we were, um, we were talking with somebody yesterday and they were saying that even though they were in a situation that didn't look peaceful, that yeah. they they had taken a word that you had said about being thankful. Like, yeah. I will be thankful. So thank you, Lord, that in the middle of what looks unpeaceful, yeah. I have you and yeah. we have you. And just yesterday we saw provision come into them because yeah. they, even though it didn't feel peaceful and they may have missed it at different yeah. points, they chose to put on peace and put and on trust Thanksgiving. God. Yeah. 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 That was, yeah. They started trusting God. And see, when we give and when we sow, we're literally saying, Lord, I love you and I trust you. Yeah. I love you, I trust you, and I believe in what you're doing or what you just told me in a message, things mm -hmm. like that. We're, we're saying, Lord, I love you, I yeah. trust you. And um, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, and the Lord's been bringing this up to me a lot over the last year, is you notice when like Noah got off uh, the ark, um, when they got off the ark, what's the first thing that they did? They built an altar. When God did anything mighty in somebody's life, what's the first thing that they did? They built an offer, 
an altar and they made an offering. Yeah, yeah they worshipped him through an offering in yeah. that way. In other words, that was the proper response. And you can see that's the Holy Spirit's response to you receiving something that's big. Yeah. Uh, the more that you will actually receive it as I received something big today, the more that thing will be active in your life. Your expectation will fuel the manifestation. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Your expectation will fuel your manifestation. Put yeah. that in the comments. Your expectation. On it. So a lot of times when I go into a service and if I hear, like I hear a message, first of all, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to come in expecting something big. Mm -hmm. But that means I'm also, if I'm expecting something big, I want to seal that yeah. with an offering, yeah. right? So I'm going to give based off of my expectation of that service. Here's the other thing is that if, and I'll do, I'll do it twice many times, if I listen to a message, I'm like, oh, I needed that or I need the results of that in my yeah. life, I'll go and sow a second time on top of that, depending on where they take up the offering, yeah. even more because I'm saying this is important to me, I'm honoring you, I'm worshiping you, and I want this to be manifested in my life. Yeah. Now, uh, and that's where you just seek the Lord, you know, on that. And you basically say, this word, this revelation is holy to me, and I want it to be manifest in my yeah. life. And that's what you're doing by when you give an offering in that way. So the Lord's been talking to me a lot about that is the importance of our expectation moving us into manifestation. And when we give an offering, that's like the beginning stages. Yeah. You know, the offering money, it's always, it's the little thing. And that's the beginning stages of what God wants to do. Yeah. Uh, but then you also can say, you know, we have people give for different reasons. That's one. You know, another is we say, they say, hey, I want to give, uh, I want to give because I can see y'all are doing a good, a good thing. I want to give one time. And then you have people that are saying, y'all are constantly doing this. I want to partner. You're winning souls. You're making disciples. You're helping people receive peace. You're helping them walk in joy. You're helping them change their own environment so that they can change the environment of the world. Yeah. I want to sow into that for the kingdom's sake and for Jesus and the yeah. gospel's sake. And like Mark 10 says, and you will receive now in this time and in the time to come based off of what you sow. And uh, so people are giving on different reasons. But many times the thing is we want to move ourselves and our finances to a place of peace. Yeah. So we're saying, Lord, I love you. I trust you to bring peace to my finances. That's why I'm giving you this. I trust you in it. Yeah. I trust you in it. I trust you. You are moving on my behalf. I trust you. Yeah. And, and then you're saying, and I believe in what you just told me through this word. I believe it and I receive it. And I'm sowing this offering to seal it in that way. Yeah. So I, I love you. I trust you. And I believe in what you're telling me. Yeah. And so what, what are we doing? We're saying, Lord, you're the Lord of my life. Not, not the logic, not the bank account, not the job. You're the Lord of my life. Yeah. You are the king. You are my source. You're, you are everything, and I move because of you. Well, and, you know, right before the broadcast, I was, I was getting ready to come on, and one of the things that the Lord, I believe, started talking to me about was how we receive from him determines what he then is able to give to us. Yes. Like, so yeah. the for example is Marky's birthday is today, and I gave her a birthday present yesterday. Yeah. 
Marky is one of the most fun people to give to. <laughs> like we gave, George and I gave Marky a new Bible for her birthday and she got it and she was like a little kid. She's like, this is so great. Look at the colors. The colors are so good. And I'll look at the, I can write. And, yeah. like, she, and then I turned the corner and she had found a group of people and she's like, look at what it. Yeah. I got. And this is so great. Yeah. Like she's fun to give to. Yeah. And then right after that, Jordan and I gave our God kids their Christmas presents. And Oliver and Scarlett, like Jade's uh, daughter and son Paul's kids, they were so stoked. They're like, I'm gonna shoot everybody with this Nerf gun. Look at all the things I can do. Like they were so fun to give to yeah. that I literally found myself yesterday going, when is the next opportunity yes. I can give to yeah. them? Like yeah. when's the next time I can get Marky a present? When's the next time I can get Oliver and Scarlett a present? Well, that expectation and that reception increases what they can hold yeah. or what can flow through them. So for example, if I've got a gallon of stuff to give to you, but all I can hold is this cup, one cup full, then that's all I'm going to have. So if I re increase my reception, right? And what are we doing when we're sowing? We're actually saying, I am somebody that you can flow through, Lord. Yeah. We're increasing our reception. And as we do that, God can yeah. flow more through us. So when you sow today, yeah. God is going to be sending a harvest your way. Like yeah. you cannot sow into God yeah. without right a harvest, yeah. the right way, without yeah. giving a harvest back. Seeds are designed yeah. to produce. Yeah. Like that's what they do. So that's when right. that harvest comes back to you, how you receive it has everything to do with yeah. whether or not your vessel will yeah. then grow so that you are able to have more. That's right. So when it comes in, when the seed off of today, what you sow today, when that thing comes back, receive it the same way that you would have when you were like five. Mom gave me a quarter today. <laughs> Best day ever. Like yeah. be excited yeah, about right. it. God gave right. me a hundred bucks today. Glory to God. Yeah. What did he do for me? Yeah. Like put that on and all of a sudden you're going to be able to be a vessel that God can just keep flowing through because that yes. thankfulness is inside of you. Yeah. Amen. That's exactly it. And see, a lot of times we, we rise up in our, um, our money, yeah. right? So in other words, we start making more money and, and those bigger amounts are the only things that right. move us. The but when, the, when the small things and the big things move us, we're, we're receivers. Yeah. We're better receivers. So it's get to the place where everything that God gives you from the smallest to the biggest gets you excited yeah. and you become like the kids that you gave to and, and like Marky. And Marky. And Marky. Marky, you're not a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you'd like, I want to pray over everybody that's sewing today. If you'd like to sew on Facebook, you can type in hashtag donate and the amount there, uh, you know, the amount following, or you can go to giveww.org. And so Lord, we just speak uh, and pray over everybody that's sewing today. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, let your blessing be poured out on them. Let it be multiplied pressed down, shaken together, running over into their life. Supernatural, abundant provision in every way. Let it be right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for every gift and every seed that everybody sows. Lord, let them receive quickly and bigly in <laughs> Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory sometimes to God. I think you do that just for my benefit. It, sometimes. sometimes it's true. <laughs> sometimes it's true.
We love you so very much. If you haven't shared the broadcast already, make sure that you share it. And uh, we will be back with you tomorrow. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Tell them anything else that they need to know. Anything else you need to know. There you go. Great job. <laughs> so good. Thanks. <laughs> no, we'll be back tomorrow at 1130. George and Jade will be back with us. That's exciting. And next week, as we told you, we are going to be airing some of our best broadcasts that we have done. You're not going to want to miss yeah. it. M miss it? Miss it. <laughs> and we have a special Christmas Eve and Christmas uh, recording that we're going to get to you this week. Make sure you keep your eyes open for those. And as we yeah. hop into the new year, we've got a brand new flow that's going to be coming out in this new year. We're looking to do things even better for you. Ways to bless you better and bigger. So keep yeah. your eyes open for those. It's going to be great. And just, just as a precursor, um, on Thursday, we have a special contest. Oh, yeah, and you need to vote for, <laughs> you need to vote for me on that, definitely. Just, that, I'm just saying, you need to vote for mine. Huh. Because I won. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that out there. Huh. And also, on Friday, you can see how bad of a dancer we are. That's true. That is like, very. There's no disputing on that. Christmas Day, we'll have a message for you, and you need to see just how bad of dancers we are. The rhythm did not get us. <laughs> <laughs> the rhythm is not going to get us. No, yeah, it Gloria didn't get would us. be so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> to, in our defense, we didn't have any rhythm in the background to hear. We kind of had to make it up in our own head. Don't think it would have helped, though. No. <laughs> I don't think so either. Anyway, Friday, Merry Christmas, y'all. It's our gift to you. The fact that we're putting it on the Internet forever. That is a gift, gift yeah. To you. That is the truth. <laughs> we love you. We'll be back tomorrow at 1130. Have a great rest of your Monday.